Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome to the Cult of the Collective Commentary. Hello, everybody, or should I say, <laughs> hello, everybody. Have you all been good boys and girls? It's December. Hey. It's almost Christmas time. Hope you've all been good boys and girls. And because he's making his list, he's checking it twice. And uh, Stephen Moffat's going to find out if you're naughty or nice. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get down to it. Joining me, hanging up his little stocking by his uh, fireplace, it's Mr. Dave AC. Hello, Dave. Hi. Well, I actually wasn't hanging up my stocking. I was moving the Christmas tree out of the room because the way I'm sitting at my computer, it's behind me, and there ah. are scary Christmas trees. Yes, yes, there are. And joining us, he must have been an early Christmas present. Having <laughs> just had a birthday, it's Mr. Randolph. Hello, Mike. Hello, hello. I'm also finishing up some last-minute projects and studying for finals next week. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Seems like this semester just began. <laughs> We've only just begun to do a commentary. Oh, throw a tangerine at him, someone. <laughs> uh, that was last episode. Anyway, as I said, it's uh, the week of December 5th, and we are bringing you our second Christmas-related commentary. It's The Runaway Bride. So, gentlemen, uh, do we all have our uh, seasonal toddies with us? Yes, I'm sticking to my Australian Shiraz. I'm having a bit of the Rex Goliath Merlot. And Mike, what is your uh, seasonal drink of choice? Well, the first thing I could find is my standby water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Christmas water, I'm sure. Yes, it is. Yes. It's being peed on by Braindale. Right, <laughs> moving swiftly on before I have to make another Christmas-related joke. If everybody has their official BBC copies of The Runaway Bride at the ready, we'll begin in five, four, three, two, one, play. Reindeers away. Oh, I can see them now. They're just going past the moon. No, sorry, that was the BBC logo. <laughs> Like you, you can easily get confused with the beginnings of these episodes. Yeah, exactly. It's EastEnders. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but that's the surprise part is, oh, there he is. Oh, dear. And he was supposed to be in uh, mm-hmm. in all of uh, David Tennant's uh, and uh, Donna's stories. But he was mm-hmm. very, very ill. 
died soon after they started filming. It's a shame. But we did get uh, the Cribbins. So. And he was referenced in The End of Time, so. Yes, yes. <laughs> I haven't watched this in forever. It's amazing. It's like. Oh, she's glowing. Just glowing. Oh, the bride's glowing. <laughs> Boy, can she scream. Well. Meanwhile, <laughs> back in the TARDIS. <laughs> what? She must what? not have wanted to be at that wedding. What? <laughs> <laughs> they completely changed the lighting on this because when they showed that as a teaser the first time right. it, it was almost in a green light there's a bit of green in there do you need to adjust your <laughs> adjust no no your no it's definitely different I've actually got the uh, picture somewhere here we go and everybody cringe Catherine Tate no seriously though we'll find out more about Catherine Tate when we get to her episodes but fabulous Russell T. Davis. T. Davis. I missed the opening, by the way. I really do miss that opening. <laughs> it was a nice opening. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Phil Collinson. <laughs> You're a slim. That's the... He's cute, he is. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say he was uh, Darth Skeptical's favourite uh, director, I think. It's got Neris written all over it. The funny thing is, I haven't seen this since she was a fully-fledged companion. So it'll be interesting to see the difference in character. Oh, yeah. Because they did tone her down a bit. Yeah, they, they did. did. fabulous things with her character. It's the whole thing with uh, no one wanted her to be a companion when she was announced, and by the end of her run, it's like opinions had changed drastically. Yep. Oh, and here we go. The TARDIS in space. TARDIS in space! Boom, boom, boom! It's just like the Tenth Doctor. I've got a gob, and boy, can I use it. Yeah, that, that did put me off for some while. What that I've got a gob. <laughs> His hair is rather tame in this one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's not all uh, spiky and must and stuff. <laughs> You're not even. <laughs> Yeah, it's only minus 273 degrees. Uh, just a bit cold. <laughs> I do love that little playful... He's a doctor, you know. Yes. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> right! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> it's an awkward moment. Well, it's a bit of a long story, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, there's a bit of that green lighting there. Yep. Mm. She's it. Yeah, we're getting rid of this one quick. Shall we know? Waiting. <laughs> oh, calling the doctor a Martian. Yep. <laughs> One thing that strikes me is Yeah? Is why didn't they ever think to have the photo background in the in the bloody TARDIS until now? Why did nobody think of that? A backlit photo of the interior of the TARDIS. So when they open the door, well, you can see TARDIS yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and even here, even here, that that picture is. The lighting on it is a bit more red orange right. than the actual interior. But it still works. I mean, it gives you the impression it's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Side. Yeah. <laughs> Pockets. No wedding dress. Pockets. Pockets. Anyway. <laughs> This is, I think, where there was a, a divergence between UK people because they they saw this as one of her characterizations a little bit. Right. Uh, but she said Mallows. The rest of us had no idea. She bounces down the street nicely, though. So she has my attention. <laughs> Oh, look, it's the Doctor Who logo on a yeah, car. I was, about, I was about to mention all the Doctor Who logos. Show them a leg. <laughs> Doctor Who! Doctor Who! What did he say? Maybe on the drink, darling, or something. I think it's a drug It's a man. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Does the doctor ever carry around money? <laughs> I think he may have may have once, but he doesn't normally carry money. <laughs> I 
mean, she's talking at full pelt all the blooming time. So she leaves her voice. <laughs> on Mars. Keep running, keep running. <gasps> oh, I am awful. Something. <laughs> Something about <laughs> Hendrix! Hey, come on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's a placement. This is straight. Definitely Earth. That's a relief. <laughs> and of course the Henrix guy in, in back there. He's got another bag full of uh, uh, money, eh? <laughs> Pretty good if you want to be a lodger. Oh no. It's the pilot fish. <laughs> it's you guys again. Ooh. This is of course leading up to uh mine and Liam's favourite scene ever. Of course they've had a bit of a adjustment to their uh their masks this time. Oh, <laughs> bit of a redesign. It's uh, the only spritz collecting the money up. Uh oh. Uh oh. She's having a bad day, isn't she? Love the music in here. It's quite movie-like. We're watching, guys. We're not talking. I know. I know. Well, this is my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my one of my favorite bits of the episode. Ooh. It's like it's the TARDIS doing something cool. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I know we're not talking, but hopefully you're all going shut up anyway. It's the bit <laughs> of the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got time to pull a crack and have another drink. There goes the hammer. Yes! And there goes the TARDIS. <laughs> you are kidding me. 
And there's every kid watching TV right now in the back of that car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think they would be able to outdo what they did last Christmas special. I mean, they're, they're crashing. They're crashing into the power of the state's got nothing on this. <laughs> now they must have, he must have done all I mean this is fabulous when you consider that he's standing in the doorway in the studio of the yeah. Tardis console room and pretending like he's hanging out there. oh it's fabulous time to pour more I think Yeah. Now that's a bit Heath Robinson. <laughs> yeah. God, look at that. That's beautiful, that is. <laughs> oh. See, I can stop watching after this. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want this bit. <laughs> Because it's, it's the Doctor and the TARDIS doing something fabulous. It's never been seen before. <laughs> Love that line. Yes, you look lovely. <laughs> Ooh, that was lovely. <laughs> All the kids go and jump because, you know, when the ones sitting in front of the telly are going, jump. Yes! And there goes the TARDIS. Yes! <laughs> and I do love that sound that, uh... Wow, 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 as it goes off into the... <laughs> she didn't like that, though. <laughs> the TARDIS, that is. Hmm, <laughs> Which is true. She usually just disappears and reappears. Yeah. Uh, along the skyline in the back there. So the NatWest Tower and the Gherkin. No Cardiff here. And it doesn't look green screen, so they must have actually done this bit. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never thought of that. <laughs> Not that I have any experience with that. <laughs> There's Gherkin off to the left. Yeah. Or then they call it the crystal something else. No, they call it the Gherkin, Ian. Yes, sorry, Dave. <clears throat> Family show and all. What ho? London Eye. <laughs> Skinny joke. <laughs> this ring, I need bio damp. 
and the tenant <laughs> pop. <laughs> Yeah, that was one thing when I watched this, I thought, oh, surely they can have something different than the Santas again. But they it's were the really... returning... Yeah. yeah. They're the returning MacGuffin. <laughs> yes. Polar State. And, of course, the the long-running gag of uh, Donna missing every invasion because <laughs> she was snorkeling or, or drunk or... <laughs> Away at a health centre. Uh, which that comes up here in a bit, so. Oh. Why, thank you, Doctor. <laughs> Stop bleeping me. It's pretty awesome. Before she learns, she punched in the face. CRT monitors. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking, folks. Yep. Well, I'm eating a mince pie. Ah, yes. You pass me one, Dave. <laughs> pass me the plate, actually. Hang on. Mind you want go. a mince pie? Sure, I'll take a slice. Oh, a slice? <laughs> or, or a piece, they, whichever. They mince pie. They're, they're small, see? Oh, okay. Yeah, just... Uh, I heard the word pie. <laughs> mince pie. <laughs> Stairs. Yes. <laughs> We're talking about the whole comedy bit where, of course, she's telling the story and it's she's pleading with him. Okay. <laughs> Marching by. When we say commentary, it's not us actually um, offering up anything intelligent. It's just us laughing at the little bits you're laughing at. No, we sometimes do. We we can be insightful at times. Can't remember when, but we can be. (laughs) There's a rumor. (laughs) And here again is Murray Gold coming up with another Christmas song. So that the the BBC don't have to pay for rights. Hey, which I, I I'm happy with because that means it's not. Um, oh, somebody! Oh, I missed you, love. <laughs> it means that the, it doesn't come under a rights problem later on when they release things on DVD, yeah. like the chase. Hello.
This is fabulous. The fake cry. Oh! <laughs> and everyone applauds. Get out of jail free every time. Yep. <laughs> and there's the, the song. I have trembled. I have crossed this crowded sphere. I've seen a million problems that are long to disappear. Oh, the Brady Specs! You have managed to tell my girl, my precious girl. One. Yeah, you really picked up this commentary to hear me sing. <laughs> I do love this song. Torchwood, though. Torchwood. I've listened to this so many times on my uh, soundtrack. Sole proprietor, Torchwood. The interesting thing about this that I didn't even think about is that this is the first time we've actually seen the uh, robot centers without their masks on. Oh, you're in the taxi, yeah. Yeah. I remember leading, leading up to this episode, I remember reading that Billy Piper would make a guest appearance in this episode, and it turns just, out, in, in this part right there, just the flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why his love don't roam no more. Huron <laughs> Particles? I swear that's your wrong particles. Everybody lives through wrong particles. It's a huge camera. If you say so. There was one thing I didn't like about the Russell T. Davies era is that everything was really, 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 really old. Everything comes from the dark times yeah, of the universe. Yeah, thousands, thousands and thousands of years ago. Billions of years ago. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, it does look very summery outside. They could not disguise that. <laughs> it doesn't even look like that in summer in this country now. In a rotten <laughs> summer. Way back when. Oh no. <laughs> Goodness, I moved mine out of the room. Yeah. Oh, look at that. They're just floating around. How nice. <laughs> so, as a side job, the robot centers are also caterers. Ooh. 
They'll guarantee that all their parties are a blast. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oof. Oof. Here's an interesting little tidbit of information. Oh, thank goodness for that. I uh, thought we were just watching a video. <laughs> <laughs> well, during a script read-through for this, um, Catherine Tate wasn't available. Right. So you'll never guess who did the script read-through. Billy Piper? No. It was done by Sophia Miles. Ooh. Who played... I wonder why she was there. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> She's just hanging around, I guess, you know. <laughs> Our first take of Sarah Parrish. Yes. I've seen that um, Ar Arachnos uh did they put like a a, a dummy in there and and the play or did they just show yeah. the, the costume? No, it was the just, whole it was the whole thing. An enormous great thing. It's about fifteen twenty feet long and right. about ten feet up in the air. Because that was the interesting thing about it is they didn't go for CG. Yeah, they actually went for a full body costume, including the legs and everything. Yeah, which is oh here we go. Oh, this is fine. Mm. So a pencil. A pencil. The other interesting thing of note is the uh, the uh, for legal reasons, of course, the production team had to make fake, obviously fake banknotes for when uh, the doctor uh, 
uh, Sonic the um, bank machine. Yeah. Uh, the ten pound notes featured the doctor's face uh, and the phrases. I promise to pay the bearer the sum of uh, ten setsumas and no second chances. I'm that sort of a man. <laughs> the twenty pound notes featured <laughs> featured Phil Collinson and had the fra- phrase. There's no point being grown up if you can't be childish sometimes, printed on them. Of course, mis- misquoting the original line of the fourth doctor, there's no point being grown up if you can't be childish sometimes. They added the little, of course. Uh, all notes of the cash machine were labeled London Credit Bank. The notes have become collector's items, regularly selling for £50 or more. Wow. And via a tangent, I'm remembering that this is the first year that BBC had their Doctor Who advent calendar as part of the site. And they had they had those those pound notes downloadable as PDFs or whatever. Yes, yes they as did. As one entry on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And I have those still, those, those PDFs or pings or whatever format they were. Yeah. Probably ping. But yeah, I remember seeing those. <laughs> Segways! And of course, uh, another a reappearance of uh, the um, the Cor- corridors of the Millennium Center, isn't it? Yeah, they, they were used in the waters of Mars, weren't they? They were used in the the, the waters of Mars. They've been used in. Uh, they were used in um, Donna's first appearance, um, Partners in Crime. Um, within Rose, within Rose, in the underground store. Uh, I believe so. Um, they've been used a multitude of times. Uh, they were used in uh, Oh, Dalek. Army of, Army Dalek of Ghosts episode. of Doomsday. Uh, Must be the Dalek episode they were used in, because the underground vault. Yes, yes they was... were used in that too. Yes, so yeah, that's the hints of, of course, the green lighting too and the hose down to, to make them look a little bit different. And this is just another instance of a well-known London landmark being used as part of the plot. We've yes. seen the, of course, the London Eye and Rose, the Tower of London and Christmas Invasion. Uh, we, and we, now we're about to see what's up here. Yeah, as I just said there. Anzabee <laughs> uh, thought it was Australia. <laughs> now what, what's the function? It's the Thames Barrier. What happens? It can close? Yeah, uh, on the spring high tides, uh, there's undergrowth barriers on a cantilever. Uh, so think of, uh, think of like those nodding donkeys you have in oil well things uh, that they're under the water. Uh-huh. And then they're turned and they come up to about a 10-foot curved barrier between those stanchions. Oh, okay. And they've only been raised about Half a dozen times, I think. I mean, apart from t- doing it as tests to make sure they still work. Right. I realised it was that much of a problem. <laughs> yes, if you've uh, when I, when I last went down to London to uh, I was going to the Australian Embassy for a wine tasting. Um, I went to to the River Bank, which is quite near there, and at high tide, the water is literally only about eighteen inches below the embankment. I mean, oh wow. But it happens all over. When I was watching um, um, a special thing on the Highlander DVD sets where they went to show where um, Adrian Paul, uh, Duncan MacLeod's barge was 
part on the, you know, uh, in Paris. Right. But they couldn't show you because it was flooded. Mm. So it's a real issue. Wow. Didn't realise. I mean, I'd never heard of like the Thames flooding or anything, you know. Well, it's it's been right up to the the banks, but of course right. that, that's why they've got the embankment, of course. <laughs> Sorry, and it's another slap. <laughs> what it is is the natural mar- marshes that used to take the water have been built on and drained, you know. So, right. Anyway, back to the story. Meanwhile, well, actually, no, no, that's important because a lot of people, especially in in the U.S. Or, or, or anywhere else other than, than, than England, won't know this. And I had no idea until now what they were for. I mean, I'm, I was guessing, but, you know, how they work and everything is, is you know. So don't say that the Cultural Collective never teaches you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you learned something today. It, it, yeah. Uh, I mean, a, few, well months, a cur- few months back, I told people that um, I advised people that Japan wasn't in Australasia. I mean, that was a yeah. good piece of advice again. Yes, that was very good advice, Dave. I mean, people wouldn't want you know, we wouldn't want people thinking Japan was down under or something. There. Yeah. Ooh. Uh oh. The pilot fish just got back from a Star Wars convention. They were dressed as Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> This is well done. It's Owl. Very Torchwood. Of course, this used to be a Torchwood uh, installation. Dinosaurs. Hello, green screen. <laughs> uh, this was one of the things that uh, has been said on some of the documentaries, isn't it? That um, Russell T. Davis liked to have up and down movement. Uh, he thought it was much more dramatic effects to have, uh, you know, where where they had like rolls going up and down in the lift shaft on New New Earth and right. uh, and down here with this. He thinks dramatic air. Uh, and now, there we see. <laughs> it is enormous. She's a lovely looking lady as well, this lady. Which makes it all the more fabulous, you know. And she seems to enjoy the hell out of it as well, which is great. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about another interesting idea, uh, about, uh, a fact about this, is this... Uh, Episode was the first to be shot at the uh, new dedicated Upper Boot Studios. Uh-huh. The Tardis set had previously been housed in a former warehouse based in Newport. Even blinking those upper eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. One thing that would have made that Ragnos costume better is if we would have seen it move move around. Yeah. But the, the, the fact that she pivots up and down like that is pretty good, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You big... Dang. 
And there we go. There we go. It threw me this one. <laughs> yeah, it was well done. I thought I shape massaged him or something. Haha, <laughs> 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 human resources. <laughs> This is a good bit. Yeah. It's a good bit here. <laughs> this is awesome. Very well done there. <laughs> oh, yes. We weren't expecting that one. No one expects the materialization of the TARDIS around the bride trick. <laughs> well, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> it's been full on this. We're 40 minutes in. Oh, yeah. It's like... Oh dear. This is where it falls falls apart a bit. Yeah. 
She had to be dosed over months. Yeah. Months. So how could he be any good, yeah? Yeah. She just, like, makes him swallow all this water all at once. Not a big fan of the wedding dress, though. Yeah. I don't think it suits her. I bet this is where a lot of people are saying, oh, you're better off without him, love. Yeah. <laughs> all the nans are sitting there going, oh, she's better off without him. <laughs> It's no good, that one. Not <laughs> my daughter. Never mind, Catherine Tate. You'll do better. <laughs> Sorry. I've run out of fascinating facts. I'm just doing impersonations of old English ladies instead. <laughs> this is lovely. Bit of a change from a normal quarry, isn't it? Yeah. So at the end of the previous series, we went to the end of the universe, and here we are at the creation of the Earth. <laughs> yep. It is a it is a, a nice little point that they that they make there is that you know regardless of how big the universe is we still got to continue on with you know birthdays and Christmas and whatever pie yeah. all of that pie yeah have another mince pie there uh, Mike I dusted yours with a, a bit of powdered sugar <laughs> Dave another one indeed you do would you talk about my brandy. <laughs> We just talked over the sciencey science stuff. Ooh. There we go. The Ragnarok. Doing my test, David Tennant. <laughs> oh yeah, there was a bit there, a, a line to quantify it. Now that she's figured out what the correct percentage is or whatever. Yeah, good, good uh, chemistry that and set the catalyst. Yeah. Is that a little playful music? <laughs> Backseat driver. What the heck? the extrapolator. <laughs> I just don't know how it... How did it end up with coral on it? It's been grown that part, I assume. No, the extrapolator came from uh, from Boomtown, correct? Oh. Yeah, it came from that episode. Uh, I do love that the the TARDIS sitting there in that blue corridor. 
I think I had that as a desktop uh, wallpaper for a while, though. Yep, it was one of the wallpapers on the site. Yep. And I love this. It's basically the same corridor, <laughs> except they bathed it in blue light. Which is lovely, too, you know. Uh oh. Whoops. It was the stick. Was that the stick then? Uh, That was dirty stick. (laughs) The stick is dead. Long live the stick. <laughs> Even if they, I guess, I guess the cut bits like they'd moved her to another location in between shots as if she had moved somewhere else rather than standing in the same spot the whole time makes you wonder why they didn't just pull the water down that but i guess they had to interact with the human biology yeah Oh, it's a crispy star. And this, isn't this sort of part of one of your um, things, uh, Mike, about ongoing things? I mean, we had, I mean, we have all these with, uh, you know, hatchings and, and children and, you know, we had things like the adipose and things like that. I mean, I know that I'm not talking about these in order, but... Uh, that's a good point, actually. I hadn't considered that. He spent a bit of money on the lights this year. <laughs> the, the lovely little effect there of uh, her other eyes blinking as well. Mm. Uh oh. Panic in the streets. And then they kind of made that a little obvious, but hey, whatever. Yeah. If there had been a whole bunch of the robots marching together. (laughs) Everybody hated this bit. Everybody like 
Some people hated the slapstickiness of that. Of course, when uh, Rose did it, she had a gymnastic badge, didn't she? Yeah. Of course, this this all ties in with uh, turn left. Yep, and it's also the whole the doctor's whole mo- modus operandi of one last chance. Yeah. Before acting. Relax. Pockets. Pockets. <laughs> or <inside>. Yay! <laughs> nice. Here we go. Are you ready? Are it's you first ready? mentioned by name in the new series. And there we go. <laughs> Millions of fans around the world punch the air. Gilly <laughs> Frey! Have your balls back. <laughs> yeah. This is basically the idea of washing the uh, your spider down your plug hole, isn't it? Ooh. Is this one of those uh, instances where the doctor actually kills somebody? Yes, because by as, his hand. Well, Mike, as Mike says, this gets revisited, doesn't it? Mm. With Donna. But yeah, this is one of those occasions, one of those rare times when the doctor is actually... The fourth or fifth time, I think. Yeah. Which is lovely, really, when you think about it. That uh, As long as the show has been around, that they've avoided that, and, you know, that kind of... Uh... That's when she proved herself as a companion. Right there. Thereby saving his life. If she hadn't been there, which in turn left we find out that she wasn't, that uh, the doctor would have died. One of Ian's favourite shots again? Yes, yeah, (laughs) I was liking that shot. Oh, another arc clue coming up here. Mr. Saxon. I think it's for the second reference. Yep, it was previously referenced. Love Monsters, one of the headlines. Yes.
Oof. Yeah, you're right there. Oof. Sorry, what was that? What we were doing? <laughs> <laughs> have another mince pie, Ian. <laughs> I'll have another drink. Whilst I've had a drink. <laughs> oh dear where's all the yeah. water gone Dave drank it thought it was wine <laughs> oh stop keep poking that thing at me <laughs> At least her hair's dry. She is fabulous. Never seen the TARDIS do that before. Nope. <laughs> yeah, not seen on that, actually. I thought that was kind of, like, cute and clever. Yeah, but it was as though he already had it prepared, and, uh... Yeah, it's just cute. Once again, it's not real snow. Nope. <laughs> it's a shame the windows are the wrong size. <laughs> Which she did. <laughs> I wonder what would have happened if she had instead of Martha. Now, there weren't plans to keep at this point, were they? No, not at all. In fact, uh, Russell got partway through um, writing uh, Partners in Crime. Right. And... Then they found out that he, and he, they already had somebody in mind for the companion that was going to be joining the doctor. He had actually started writing her when they found out that Catherine Tate wanted to come back. Whose mum doesn't cook enough for 20? There's <laughs> always plenty. So, I'll continue my story after the credits roll. Shout. <laughs> 
<laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> Says that line well. Yeah, a little bit of a tear in there. Yeah. And instead of just a dematerializing, <laughs> yeah. Now I must admit, I didn't. When I first saw that, I didn't like that either. Yeah, but it's all right. Well, I mean, it's all right. Dude. That's the thing about these Christmas ones; they do things that they, they sort of bend the rules a bit. Oh, you're talking over it. Riverville. To Dune. It's a Dune platoon on the moon. <laughs> Showgirls. Ho, 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 ho. Shakespeare. Bow. This was one of the best previews they ever did. I think all the blogs were talking almost more about this than the episode. Oh, yeah. And I'm planning on writing Sherlock Holmes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It's a Dalek. <laughs> right a at the Dalek. End. With that womp 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 womp. That was a monstrously <laughs> good uh, teaser trailer, that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Which, up until the very end, there are no Daleks shown. Nope. <laughs> and then the very last frame. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, um, it wasn't until late in the piece where uh, it. it where they found out that uh, Catherine Tate wanted to come back. Uh, and so a rewrite was undertaken by Russell on the first episode. Uh, Still no Phil Collins on the executive producer trio at that uh, point. Mew. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, Russell started rewriting the, the episode and uh, including her. And of course, you know, then the word was sent out to the other writers who were working on their um their episodes. The interesting thing that Russell does, and I think it's kind of a, a cute thing as a writer, is that, and I can't remember the, the, the young lady's name, but if you remember in Partners in Crime, there was the reporter uh, who gets caught in the bathrooms when uh, Catherine Tate, when Donna's hiding in there as well. Yes. Basically, that is who the companion was supposed to be. That's the character. He wrote her in there as a failed companion. 
and basically did away with her. It was kind of this unburdening yourself of this character who never actually happened, which I think is an, an interesting thing, you know, to do, is that she wouldn't have made it as a companion, the way he wrote her into, in, into that episode. If you read the, uh, the writer's tale, it chronicled in there, and it's rather interesting to read, you know, how that episode was supposed to have begun and 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 what it was supposed to entail because it completely changed. Yeah, so that's my interesting little tale. But that's a great one. It's, a, it's, a, it's again, it's you know, it ranks up there as one of the favorites because of the the TARDIS going down the the, the motorway. Liam and I love love that one. And also the very first mention of Gallifrey by name oh, yes. for the modern series. Yes. And that was that, that that was when I could tell that I was really getting back into Doctor Who fandom because I was like, yes, <laughs> I actually knew that there was the first reference in a long time. And Liam's like, what? It's like he said Gallifrey. <laughs> yeah, he it was, said it was funny. Gallifrey. <laughs> it was funny back when I realized that that was the first mention of it. I kept thinking, no, th- th- that that can't be. I I'm sure uh, Christopher Eccleston mentioned it as the Doctor at some point. Uh, maybe at the end of Dalek or something, when he was talking about how the, he was the last of his kind. I was, I kept thinking, uh, surely he must have mentioned it by name there. But no, it was right then and there. And quite a good dramatic moment to mention it, too. Oh, yeah. And it, 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 it's the, the marvelous thing. And one of those kind of fanboy tell moments for Russell is is that he would put that much emphasis on Gallifrey. You know? Because, I mean, really, when you think about it, the audience is going to know or care one way or the other us as you know fans are gonna go go on say it say it it's like that it's like that bit from labyrinth did he say it (laughs) all the the goblins are going come on say it say it all the fans are going come on gallifrey yes sorry Dave, well, yeah, well again, a... I mean, again, I, I enjoyed that. Get a word in edgewise, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I enjoyed that more because, but I do remember feeling very um, worried having seen that and thinking, oh, thank, you know, she's not staying because I couldn't stand. She's known for shout, uh, uh, shouting humour. And I thought I, I couldn't go with a belting out of lines, you know, 100% all through every storyline. Right. It fits with the the nature of that one, uh, but now I know how the character developed and turned out, and and so on and so forth. Makes it more palatable, doesn't it? Yeah, it does indeed. I mean, I still have this issue where they seem to have to make every companion the most important person in the universe, rather than just somebody who 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 hitches along with the Doctor and enjoys their adventures, and then at some point goes back to their ordinary life basically is our window into the doctor but i mean times move times change well i mean when you look at it i mean later on she became the most important person in the world but in that one like the doctor says you're not important you're not smart you know nothing what 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 do they want you for and it's just because basically she's been used as a tool which is is great you know there's nothing special about her later on we find out of course that yes there is something special about her um we're not going to make this drag on too long because you know you've probably got Christmas shopping to do, and I think we're out of mince pies. Indeed. How many did you eat, Dave? I only had three. I had the last one. Oh, okay. Well, somebody ate that last one. That's what I get for dusting them with uh, powdered sugar. Anyway, 
Okay, well, that about wraps it up for us. Join us, of course, uh, next week for another little Christmas surprise. We're not telling you what it is yet. Let's see if you can guess. No peeking. We will unwrap it on the day. Yes, we will. All right. So until next week, it's goodbye for Mr. Randolph Thor. He asked me in his eye. It's goodbye from Mr. Dave Santa Claus AC. And it's goodbye from him. Merry Christmas and goodbye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.